Hello, and welcome back to the Leading Yourself podcast. As we enter the month of December, I want to do something a little bit different here on the podcast. So last year, I hosted an intentional New Year challenge, which was a series of videos, four videos in total, one per week, that I guided you step-by-step on how to set up to have an intentional year for the new year. And this year I thought, okay, that was great. And it was a great experience personally and a great experience for those of you who participated, but it did not reach as many people as the podcast does. So I'm hosting the challenge here on the podcast. And today we're going through part one of this Design Your Year Challenge. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves, those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. We are entering the month of December, and this is one of my favorite months of the year. I know I say that a lot about many of the months of the year, but there's something special about December. I think it's because it's the holiday season, and naturally, it's about getting together with family and friends and connecting and spending quality time together, which I love, and I think... Throughout the year, a lot of times we don't do enough of it, and the holidays kind of bring us all together. The other reason why I love this time of the year is because for me, this is a time of reflection. I think I do more self-reflection this time of the year than I do throughout the year. And that's because naturally for me, it, it feels like the right time to do it. It's ending a year and reflecting on all the accomplishments, all the experiences, all the lessons learned of the year, and then kind of start to dream and plan for the year ahead. And every year I make little tweaks to this process, the science and the art of self-reflection and planning and dreaming about the new year. And... I have broken it in four little exercises that I want to share with you, one every week for the next four weeks that will take us through the end of the year. And the intention of this Design Your Year Challenge is to equip you with the tools to be intentional about designing your 2024 and making sure that you have a great year next year. I don't want to say your best year yet, but I think it sounds a little bit cliche, but I think this framework can really provide you that, the opportunity to design your best year yet. So let's get to it. Today, 
I want to start by talking about something that, um, you know, it's, you may relate to this or not, but here in the U.S. since to Thanksgiving or after Thanksgiving, or as we enter into the month of December, the world transforms into a winter wonderland with Christmas decorations everywhere, filling the air with excitement and the promise of a fresh start in the new year. Many people put or park their dreams and they tell themselves, I'll pick them up in January or I'll start over in January. You might relate to that at one point. You might have been that person that has done that. We all eagerly set goals, resolutions, and intentions, and we envision this fantastic year ahead. But there is a catch. One of the biggest mistakes that we make when we do that is to carry our baggage from the last year, from the past into the future. We bring along the unfinished business of the current year and hope that the new year will magically bring success. A lot of people right now are just thinking about all the things that they're going to add in the new year. Think about it for a second. Just pause and think about this for a second. What do we typically do when we plan for the new year? We think about all the new things that we're going to do, all the new habits that we're going to develop, all the new places that we're going to visit, all the new connections that we're going to make. We just think about adding and adding and adding more to what we already have. And I don't know about you, but I think you probably relate to this because I don't think there is anyone I have talked to in the last few months that is not feeling overwhelmed, that is not feeling tired, that is not feeling burnt out. And yes, there's a lot of excitement that goes with the new year and we have all these dreams and all these ideas and all these goals that we want to achieve. And we believe that there's going to be some kind of a magic January 1st that all of a sudden, all of these things are going to just magically happen and we're going to magically be successful. And that's why a lot of people fail and give up on their dreams so quickly. I mean, you just need to look at the statistics, which are shocking to me that 80% of people have give up on their new year intentions by mid-February. And I believe that at the core of that is this, that they bring the past into the future. They bring all the baggage of all the unfinished things from the previous year, and they just keep adding more. And now it's just too heavy. It's just too much. And then they burn out and that's they feel overwhelmed and they realize that they can't do it all. And probably they are right, right? There's so much that we can do and we can't just keep adding and adding things to our to-dos and to our routines or to our habits and to our goals. But here's the truth, right? 
If you don't leave things behind from 2023, you won't have the space for the new things that 2024 could bring. Let me repeat this one more time because this is the core of today's episode. If you don't leave behind the things from 2023, you won't have the space for the new things that 2024 can bring you. So before we dive into setting new goals, which we're gonna talk about that as part of this series, it's crucial to reflect on what we need to let go of. And I just did that with my daughter, she's seven, and she's starting to write down her letter to Santa with all the things that she wants Santa to bring her this Christmas. And she and I went to her room and it was all a complete mess. There were toys everywhere. And I told her, Michelle, that's my daughter's name. I'm like, we can't even walk in here in your room. There's no space. Like Santa is going to know and and he's not going to bring you new toys if there's no space for those toys. So we need to clean up this room. We need to put things aside that we're going to donate or throw away so we can make space for the new stuff that Santa will bring this year. And I think that analogy, that can serve as an analogy for us in terms of our dreams, in terms of our goals, in terms of the things that we want to do. We can't just keep adding on top of all the things that we're already doing and we're already pursuing. We need to leave some things behind from this year to make up the space for what is coming next year. And if you're luggage is full, if you don't have space in your luggage, you're going to miss out on opportunities that the new year might bring. It's going to be really hard to pick up on exciting projects and things that are going to present itself to you in the new year because you're not going to have the time. You're not going to have the capacity to say yes to those things because you're too busy and too buried underneath all the things that you already have. So we need to kind of sort through things and we need to leave some things behind to make for that space. So I've come up with five questions that can guide this process of cleaning up and deciding what are we leaving behind. And then I'm going to share with you a practice on how to get some of these things done before the year ends, so you can forget about them, right? But not like quitting, but actually finishing them before the end of the year. So here we go. Here are the five questions that you can ask yourself to guide this process. And let me pause for a second and say this. I have created a Notion Hub template that you can download and you can find the link on the show notes of this podcast episode that will guide you through the entire challenge, all four weeks. So every week, I'm going to be adding in there the content that goes with each week's episode. So you can do the work for yourself, right? So no need to take notes. You can just click on that link, download the, the hub that has all the resources for you to go through the through this challenge. So now here we go. Here are the five questions that can guide this process for you and for me this year. 
The first one is what is one activity that you want to let go of next year? So I want you to think about daily routines that you currently have and identify something that you can stop doing. This will free up space for new activities. We are going to be talking in a future episode about our routines and how we design our routines and our systems to support our vision and our goals for 2024. But first, if we want to start adding up routines into our day, we need to look at our current routines and think about what it's one, two, three things that we're doing on a daily, weekly, monthly basis that we can stop doing. And to do this, to think about what is that activity that you can let go of, I want you to think about something that it's not adding value anymore. Maybe when you came up with this activity, when you started doing this, it was adding a lot of value. And there was a reason why you added that into your routines, but it's not longer serving you. So I want you to be very critical at looking at everything that you do every day. And what is one thing that you can stop doing? So you can free up the time, the space for new routines that we're going to design later on. The second one is what is one thought that you want to let go of? I want you to identify one limiting belief or one negative thought that have held you back in 2023 and commit to releasing it. If you reflect about this year, what has been that one thought, that one limiting belief that have held you back from pursuing something that you really wanted, from really leaning in and going all in in your dreams and your goals? What was one that one thought, that one limiting belief? Maybe that limiting belief is I don't have enough time. Maybe the belief was I don't know where to start. Maybe the belief is I can't do it or I'm too old or I'm too young or I don't have enough experience or no one is going to listen to me. Whatever that negative thought or limiting belief is, I want you to think about what was one that has held you back the most in 2023 that you're ready to get rid of and eliminate. So it won't hold you back again in 2024. I want you to write it down. Again, use the template, download the Notion template so you can follow along with the questions. And the idea here is that you spend some time thinking about these questions and if you can, even better journal about these things. Like think through and spend some time. At the beginning, you know, when I started doing these exercises, at the beginning, I couldn't come up with anything because I had my blinders on and I couldn't think of anything. But when you think about it and you spent more time on it, you will come up with these things, right? So number one, we said, which is one activity that you can let go of next year? The second one is what is one thought that you want to let go of? It can be a negative thought or a limiting belief. Number three is, what is something that you want to stop wanting or wishing for? 
consider what you've been yearning for without taking concrete actions. What is something that keeps popping up in your wish list or in your new year intentions that you just haven't taken any action towards it? It's just been there, right? It's something that you want, something that has come up in your new year resolutions every year, but you really haven't taken any concrete actions to achieve it. Let go of that wish, right? Because you're... The thing is that any wish that doesn't align with tangible efforts is just consuming your thoughts. It's consuming your energy. It's consuming your worry. It's consuming you because you're feeling frustrated and you're feeling that you can't do the thing that you want to do. And what it does is it creates more negative thoughts, and it fuels more limiting beliefs. If you keep wishing for something that you're not taking concrete actions around, what it does, it leaves you disappointed. It leaves you feeling that you can't do the thing. And it's not that you can't, it's that probably that thing is not important enough for you that you're not taking any actions to achieve it. So just let it go. Because that might be something that is holding you back. It's something that is making you feel disappointed for no reason, right? You can pick that thing up when you're ready to take action around that thing. But for now, let's just forget about it so we can make space for new things in our wish list, new things in our vision board, new things in our goals. Okay, number four. What is something that you want to stop spending on, whether it's your money or your time? And here you need to be as specific and identify areas where your resources are not adding value to your life. What is something that today you're paying for? Maybe one thing you can do is just giving some hints here, check all your subscriptions. Like, What things are you subscribed to right now? Whether you're paying money or they're just robbing your time because you keep getting all these emails that are robbing your time and your attention. What are you subscribed to that is not adding value to your life? Cancel all of that, right? Cancel your subscriptions that are not adding value to your life. I went through this process actually last week. I get so many emails. I promise, I don't know that I've ever get as many emails as I was getting lately. And especially with Black Friday, I feel like I've got like 10 emails from every person that I was subscribed to. It was was just too much, right? And I decided to spend the time and start unsubscribing because it was creating stress, unnecessary stress in my life. Because I hate to see that I have hundreds of emails on read on my inbox. I don't know about you, but that really bothers me. And they were robbing my time and my attention. I was spending a lot of time cleaning up my inbox and reading through things to determine whether I wanted to pay attention to them or not. So I decided to take a couple of hours and just clean up my subscriptions. So I did that. 
in terms of things that were taking my time and my attention, but also things that I'm spending money of, like things that I'm subscribed for that I'm paying every month. And I'm like, okay, I subscribe to this thing because at that point that was aligned with my goals and was aligned with what I wanted and I needed, but it not longer is. So I'm letting go of it. And that is saving me resources, money, and time that now, next year, once I start planning for the new year and making plans for 2024, I can channelize that money and that time to focus on the things that are that matter most to me next year and the things that are aligned with the things that I want to accomplish, the way that I want to feel, the experiences I want to get next year. Um, so that's number four. Number five, what person or people are you going to spend less time with to stop or stop spending time with next year? This could be someone that today is draining your energy or maybe is hindering your growth. So take an inventory of the people you're spending time with, which are the people that any time that you're spending time with them, you left drained. You leave like not feeling at your best. You're, you feel like they suck your energy or you feel like you're always having to justify yourself for your, the things that you're doing and therefore they're hindering your growth. Who are those people that you can now spend less time with next year? So that time that you're not spending with these people that are not adding value to your life right now, you can spend with new people that can actually not, instead of draining your energy, can energize you and can help you continue your growth journey. So let's recap what are those five questions. And again, you don't need to write them down. You can download that template you find the links on the show notes of the podcast episode. Number one, what is one activity that you want to let go of? Number two, what is one thought that you want to let go of? Number three, what is something that you want to stop wasting or wishing for? Number four, what is something that you want to stop spending on, whether it's your money or your time or both? And number five, What's one person or multiple people that you're going to spend less time with or you're going to stop spending time with in 2024? Reflecting on these questions will help you create space for the new and exciting things that you want to pursue in the coming year. Remember, it's about quality over quantity. Join me in this journey of self-reflection and intentional growth Next week, we'll come back with part two of this challenge. We're going to start building for the new year. But first, we need to take care of this step of cleaning up the house, making space for the new, and this is how you go about it. Now, I want to share with you one more thing that um, I think it's also important. You might have a lot of things in your to-do list. And you might be stressed right now about all those things that you need to do because you're not finding the time and you're pressured because the year is almost over and you don't want to take all of those to-dos into the new year. You don't want to start the new year 
overwhelmed by your to-do list. And some of these things might be things that are not necessarily related with your work. They're just stuff that needs to get done, like making doctor's appointments or buying gifts for the holidays or paying invoices or whatever it is. Here is one tip that has been really helpful for me, and that is scheduling an admin day. Before the year is over, one thing that I like to do is I like to take a day that I call admin day. And this is a day that I take care of all this stuff, where I make all the appointments, where I clean the house, where I go shopping, where I do all that things that are taking space in my head because I'm worried about them and I'm worried that I will forget about them, but I keep pushing off because I don't have the time to do. I just schedule a day and I call it an admin day and I take care of all of that. And what I had found out is that when I do that before the year ends, I accomplish two things with it. First of all, I cross all of these things from my list and that feels amazing. Like there's no better feeling than crossing things off your list. And you're going to end the year feeling accomplished because you did a lot of stuff. It might not be important stuff, but it's stuff that needs to get done. And just the fact that you got it done and you cross it off your list is going to make you feel super proud and super accomplished. But second of all, I stop worrying about it, right? And because I schedule an admin day, I can get them all done in one day. And I don't have to worry about it next year. I don't have to carry that over into the next year. Just like these other five questions that we talked about, you can get rid of all of that. It's not like you can stop doing these things. They still need to happen. So a great way to do that is scheduling an admin day and getting them done all in one day. Now, as we wrap up this episode, I want to encourage you to take the time to answer the questions that we talked about today. The end of the year is the perfect opportunity to declutter your life, making room for all the extraordinary experiences that lie ahead. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Leading Yourself podcast. Thank you for joining this Design Your Year Challenge. I wish you a fantastic week ahead. I'll see you here next week for part two of the challenge. So make sure that you tune in, you come back, you hit subscribe so you get notifications when next episode is ready. And if you found these helpful and you're looking forward for the next episode, do me a favor, share it with a friend. Do this challenge with a friend. There's nothing like having an accountability partner. So share the challenge with a friend, invite them to join you so you both can hold each other accountable each week for the next four weeks so you can end this year strong and start your, your new year with intention, designing your year so you can have your best year yet. I'll see you next week.